Hello, everybody. We're going to do something completely different today, so buckle up. <laughs> today, I'm going to narrate the homecoming story. I'm going to tell you the story. I may have to occasionally refer to this to get it right. Homecoming story used to be the heart center of awakening sessions um, up through uh, 2016, and then things began to change again. That's the way that this, this teaching is just, just, just as I get good at something, it pulls the rug out from underneath me. And I'm, you know, I'm back at step one. Uh, thank God, you know, because it just keeps it from getting old. Because we just tend to overcome stuff that we get, that we get used to. Which is why, frankly, so much of spiritual teaching out there is ineffective. It's because everybody's teaching the same thing. We've all heard it. And, you, and no matter how glowing the teacher might be, if you've already heard something 12 times, it's unlikely you're going to, you know, or, or 112 times, it, it's unlikely that the next time you hear it is going to be the time. Sometimes it happens, you know, repetitious and mother of clarity, but not often. So this story is nothing like you've heard before, unless you've been in session with me privately. Or you have um, perhaps watched my video course, or um, well, that's it. Other than a couple little 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 small meetings in Asheville, North Carolina, back in 2013, nobody's heard this. So this homecoming story arrived here spontaneously. It was after I wrote the book of Undoing. When I wrote the book of Undoing, I put everything I knew in that book. I held nothing back. And right after I got through with it, whoop, here came something completely different, which is good, because I needed something very skillful after, at that point to come in so that I could handle the awakening sessions I was starting to deal with. So don't let me rattle on. Uh, let me go, let's go ahead and just start with the homecoming story right now. I want you to relax. Just close the eyes. If you can't watch the next 30 minutes, for the next 30 minutes, don't watch this video at all. Not now. Just cut, cut it off and watch it later. Because this is going to wake a lot of you up. A whole lot of you, I suspect. If it doesn't, I'll be surprised. And you, the first time out has a little advantage over the second and third because there's a little bit of a surprise factor in it. Well, there's quite a bit of a surprise factor in it. And I've used it to reawaken people who've heard the same story. I've had them ask me to tell it over and over, and it works for them, and that's great. But I'm telling you, that first time is really special. Some of the people have been, been with me for years. The, um, like Barbara talks about it, Manju talks about it, other people, you know, that the first time that they got it, it just really changed their world, it changed yours. So relax, go through this with me, be the client, let this be, uh, let this be our one-on-one -on -one session between me and you, here and now. So if someone were to ask me right now, 
where you are. I'd have to say, close your eyes. I'd have to say, well, you're in that chair because that's where you are. You're in that chair. But now that we see that you're in that chair, I'm going to have to reintroduce myself. Because I'm actually a magician. And I have a magic wand. And I'm going to take my magic wand right now. And I'm going to touch you on the head with it. And I'm going to endow you with the magical ability to float. Just imagine that you're floating, just like a balloon. But not far and not fast, just about an inch above the chair. Maybe two or three inches, but not far. But no part of you is touching any part of anything else now. You're floating free and clear. And now that you're floating free and clear, the first thing I notice is that we don't need that chair in our story anymore. So I'm going to take my magic wand and I'm going to touch the chair and I'm going to make the chair disappear. And now that the chair has disappeared, if someone were to ask me where you are, I'd have to say, well, that unit's in its home, because that's where you are. You're in that home. And when I look around your home, I see it's much like other homes, in the sense that it has uh, windows and walls and floors and doors. It has furniture and appliances and books and stuff. It's quite full. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my magic wand again, and I'm going to touch that building, I'm going to tap it, and all of the contents of that entire building are going to disappear, except for you. You are unaffected. And now that the contents of that building are gone, I don't really need that building particularly any longer. So I'm going to take my magic wand, and I'm going to now touch the building itself, and the building is going to disappear as well. But you don't. You're unaffected. But now that the building is gone, if someone were to ask me where you are, I'd have to report, well, I'd have to tell them that unit is outside. Because that's where you are. You're outside. And let's look and see what outside is composed of. First thing we notice is there's the big yellow sun. Then there's the blue sky little white clouds floating in the blue sky. But these are not our real touchstones to outside. I think our real touchstone to outside is the surface of the planet Earth. And I say that because when we're walking on the surface of the planet Earth, if we walk into a structure of any kind, if it's a cave or a cathedral, we walk in and we say, I am inside. And then later, as we leave that cave or cathedral, we say, I am now outside. So the surface of the earth is really uh, our touchstone to outside. And now that we know this, I'm going to take my magic wand and I'm going to touch the earth and I'm going to poof the whole thing away. So that the entire earth disappears, but you are still unaffected. So now I'm looking at the sun because the sun is the its existence does not depend upon the earth. Now the, the clouds are gone, the sky's gone because that was the atmosphere, no earth, no atmosphere. 
but the sun is still there because it doesn't it doesn't it, its existence doesn't hinge on the existence of the earth and as we look at the sun what i notice is huh there you come you are now you're in the exact same orbit that the earth was in only now you are circling the sun now since we do have the light of the sun i want you to go ahead and float away from the sun and i want you to go ahead and float above to where you're above the moon or in orbit to the moon and you can now see the moon in full you can see the the craters you can see the mountains you can see the shadows you can see the, 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 the dark side of the moon. And now that you can see all that, I'm going to take my magic wand and I'm going to make the moon disappear. And now you can begin to see the meteorites. The meteorites that are burning up in the moon's atmosphere and the meteorites that are hitting the moon. But we call those shooting stars. You can see the little shooting stars. And you can begin to see the asteroids too. The whole asteroid belt. Big rocky asteroid belt. The first asteroid belt. More than one. And now as you're continuing to float on out, you can begin to see other planets. And their different sizes and shapes. They're different colors um, and they're different distances from the sun and when we take all of these planets and we take the asteroid belt and we take the meteorites and the moon and we and and, and the sun and we put all that together then what we would say is that we have that th this is the solar system so if someone were to ask me where you are, I'd have to tell them that you're in the solar system. But now I'm going to take my wand, my magic wand, and I'm going to touch the solar system. And with the exception of the sun, I'm going to make everything disappear, every planet, the moon, the planet's moons, the planets, rings, as to all of it disappears, the asteroids, all of it, except for the sun. The sun remains. But the light of the sun is not so strong anymore, but it's still shining as a great big bright star, and it's, it's still the dominant thing in the sky for the moment. But it won't be for long. Because now that you have left the solar system, you can begin to see, wow, comets flashing by. You can begin to see little, you can begin to see like stars and nebula and black holes. You can begin to see star clusters really, really well, very distinctly. And when you take all of these things 
we see that they are contained in outer space. And if someone were to ask me now where you are, I'd have to tell them you're in outer space because that's where you are. That's what all of those horizons compose. And now that you're in outer space, turn around and look at all the galaxies in your mind, in your mind. Look at all of the galaxies up there in the sky. They go on seemingly forever. And now that we've reached a point where all of the galaxies surround you, they shine at different magnitudes, they have different shapes and colors, they're different distances from you. But now what I want to do is I want to take my magic wand and I'm going to pop, 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 make all of those galaxies disappear. And now that all of those galaxies have disappeared, there's just dark space. And of course the sun is still over. But now that I've taken all of these things away from you, I've really got a change of heart. And I would like to give them back to you. The problem is, is that with this dark spice, I want you to notice That although there's just this dark space, you notice that you're there? Because you can see the dark space and the sun shining way, but just not even all that brightly. It's so far away now. But aren't you still there? Isn't there still a sense of being? Oh, I see there's still there's still the one thing left in this dark space that keeps it from being a complete void. And that's the little you unit. That little unit of yours. So I'm going to just two things left now, that little unit in the sun, and I'm now going to just take my Long that I'm going to poop away even that unit. But now, even with the unit gone, aren't you still there? Isn't there still a sense of being? There's nothing to see. There's nothing to sense. Yet there's a sense of being. There's a sense of being in this void. Because that's what we have now. Except for the sun. So 
So now, I want to give all these things back to you. So I'm going to take everything and give it back to you. But the problem is, I, is that I don't have any place to put it. Other than inside that near void. And now I'm going to take my wand and I'm going to remove the sun. Now there's no light. We could say that that unit is a wash in a sea of darkness, but the unit's not even there. And it's not really the presence of darkness, it's an absence of light. We actually can't quite imagine a void because there's nothing to imagine. So you're on your own, just do your best. And since there's just this void and I want to give all these things back to you, whatever it is that you are, that have the sense of being, the only place that I can put them is in this void and that's exactly where I'm going to put them. And I'm going to start with the galaxies and I'm going to pop, 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 pop. I'm going to bring back the galaxies and I'm going to slip them right inside of you. Because that void is not other than you. You are not other than that void. But it's a full void because it's full of the potential for everything. And now I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take outer space. I'm going to take the, 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 the stars and the star clusters and the black holes and the nebula and the comets and I'm going to put them all back inside of you. That's the only place I can put them. And now that I've given you back outer space, I want to give you back the solar system. So I'm going to take my magic wand and I'm going to pop, pop, pop. I'm going to bring back all the planets I'm going to bring back their rings. I'm going to bring back their moons. And now I'm going to bring back our moon. And we're going to, I'm going to take those and I'm going to bring back our sun. And that's the whole solar system. And I'm going to put all of that inside of you. And now that the solar system is back, the planet Earth is back. Planet Earth is what we turned outside. And now that outside is back, your home is back. And I'm going to go ahead and take your home 
and outside, I'm going to put them both back right inside of you. Because there's only you. You are the only thing available for me to put things into. And now I'm going to give you back the last horizon. I'm going to give you back that body. And now I'm going to take poof back the body. And I'm going to put it right inside of you. And now you can see the way things really are. Is that that body is inside of you. And you are both everything and nothing. You are what's here, you're what is, and you're and we can let what is include what's prior to manifestation. But let's just stick with manifestation. Let's just stick with, I mean, if you're not other than manifestation, and manifestation, it cannot be other than you. I mean, in the sense it doesn't equal you, but it can't be other than you. And actually, you have to be oneness, don't you? Isn't that what that one big no thing has become? It's become the one thing. And your oneness. And oneness, what I'd like to do is I'd like to bring a little bit more clarity or to you. And one of the first things that I want to do to help bring you clarity is I want you to see that the Fred unit is also inside of you. It can't be other than you because there's nothing but you. So what you can see now is that since the Fred unit is part of you, that the Fred teaching is not Fred's, it's yours. This teaching is occurring inside of you. There's no student, there's no teacher, there's just this one thing. There's only the one thing going on. And you're it. So one is, let me ask you this. When you look around, can, is there any place that you can find where you are not? No. You're everywhere because you're everything. You are the one thing going on. 
open your eyes when you're ready. And let the story seep in. That's my gift to you.